to Media Plus. Uh, still, I think we're still new here uh, from the Mac Observer discussing the digital media landscape and Apple's place in that world. And some th- it's kind of shifting its place in that world a bit. And to discuss that, I'm really pleased to be joined once again by the Mac Observer's co-founder, the host of the Mac Geek Gab podcast, Dave Hamilton. Hi, Dave. Hi, Charlotte. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, we have both had a little look and watched a bit of the latest show to come to Apple TV Plus, which is Calls. Now, you can't see me, listeners can't see me, but we both kind of got our inverted air quotes when we say watched Calls. Explain to the to the listeners why we're, we're being a bit cynical like that. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I very much have watched calls, despite the it's an interesting the, one. Yeah, despite that, I would join you with the air quotes. In fact, I would argue that I've watched more of calls percentage-wise than I have most other TV lately. And I think we'll get into that. But what calls is is it's a show that is audio based. Mm-hmm. It is a series of phone calls between. Lots of different people. I'm only three episodes in. I'm not sure I understand what the show is about yet, but I am intrigued. But you're intrigued. Right. Right. I watched the first episode. And for so two things to say, just to give some background calls, the idea is you are listening in to a variety of phone calls from various characters. We assume as some kind of a pop from the first episode, as some kind of apocalyptic event befalls them all. And maybe. You get, maybe. You and you hear these kind of inc- very strange phone calls. They're very strange, but but where the air quotes come in and immediately leave is that in order to really grok what calls is telling me, I need to be watching the screen. They have subtitles mm. for each of the people on the calls, and they do interesting, very simple visualizer style ways of of showing you that someone is speaking that one person is speaking versus another they'll draw lines between two people or two colors. buttons of people two colors of yes two colors of text really and you're reading the text on the screen you know maybe one person's on the left one's on the right or one's on the top one's on the bottom it sort of moves around in a way that helps to tell the story mm. so it is very much a visual medium for this audio story. And I don't think I would be able to follow it if I wasn't also watching it. Um, It's certainly not the thing I could follow if I was spending half my time like messing around on my phone or my laptop while having the TV in the background. So you've slightly preempted my next question and part of the reason why I was really keen to discuss this with you specifically. But just to roll back slightly to what calls is, you've described it really well. And for people who haven't watched it, and that it's kind of a slightly, the visualizations Dave is describing, a, a bit of an updated version of what you might have been the visualizer kind of screensaver a few years ago on your Mac or something. And as David quite right says, the colors, the links, the, the lines they draw show you the kind of allow you to follow the conversation and an increasingly bizarre conversation. And series of conversations. Yeah. And it's a series of conversations and you're wondering how it's all going to come together. And I, the thing I liked about this is that the episodes are very short. 
they're about kind of eight, somewhere between 15 and 19 minutes each of them, aren't they? They're, none of them succeed, exceed 20 minutes, I don't think. I haven't seen anything past 20 minutes. And that's a good thing. I, I don't Agreed. know that I could sit and watch this for an hour, although I watched two episodes back to back the other night. So I definitely did about 35 or 40 minutes. minutes yeah. Uh, but knowing that I'm not committing to more than, you know, 20 minutes at a time, very much is part of the psychology of, yeah, I can watch an episode of that now because it is this super immersive thing, which seems really bizarre to say when I'm describing what essentially is an audio show, not all that different from a podcast. Right. Now, this is my question to you, Dave Hamilton, maker of many podcasts for many years. Would you listen to calls as a podcast? Could it work as a podcast? Should Apple have released it as a podcast? I'm not sure it would work as an audio only thing. I, I'm, that said, I'm sure there are some people that are watching it that way, either simply by choice or, you know, because they have some visual impairment or something. Sure. Um, but I, I think it's more of a, a focus thing. So could I listen to it in the car? Could I, you know, audio no. podcasts are so often background listening. And, and I don't say that to be dismissive. I say it actually as a very positive thing. It allows us to do what we do and provide you exactly this content that we're providing you right now that you can listen to and consume while you're on the treadmill or driving somewhere or mm -hmm. on the, you know, on the subway or, or whatever that is. I don't know that calls would work in a semi-distracted environment. I think you would need to be all in. And I, and I, yeah. And I, I think there might also need to be some level of narration happening if it were truly audio only. I think there is, there is some data that is only communicated visually, mm. uh, that might be difficult to to intuit uh, by, audio. It, 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 by audio and i don't i don't want to spoil anything no, no. but 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 there are just simply like the names of people i'm not sure it would be entirely clear to me is if two men are speaking which one is which yeah and, it and is whereas on a, they put the name or there's points this is not really spoiling anything there are points where um, characters are speaking to a 911 call handler or whatever. And that's made very clear on screen. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure how clear that would be if it was audio only, but, but I think the, the most important part is that this would not work as a background conversation. No, definitely. I agree with you on that. I, I disagree yeah. with you on a couple of things, which is I think you could release an audio only version of it. Um, I am slightly surprised Apple has not done so mm. in a manner that utilizes AirPods Pro or AirPods Pro Max spatial audio features and those kind of things. Uh, I am slightly surprised about that. I mean, I don't have one of those devices, so I haven't actually tested it, but I've not heard anything that it works particularly or has been designed particularly to work with that feature. That's interesting. I've only been watching it on uh, on the TV with the sound sure. uh, out loud. So I have not tested it with spatial audio. That would be, it would make sense for this to use that. I, you know, I'm not sure the show would have the same level of success were it to start as an audio show, 
But if there is a season two or, ex, mm. you know, an extension of whatever this season is, you know, I mean, obviously it's season one. But if there are more episodes made once there is a loyal following for the show, I could see that being like, hey, you can watch this on your TV or you can watch, you know, or listen to these episodes with spatial audio on your, you know, on your yeah, Apple yeah, AirPods. Yeah. Like once they've got a little traction, once they've got their hooks into you, maybe it would be easier to follow. But I have no idea what, what experiencing that first episode would be like if I just went in audio only. It's a, it is a very strange experience watching it for the first time and consuming mm-hmm. it. Consuming, it, I think, is a better way to put it. Because you're like, I, I think I was eating something. I was like, oh, I'll just have it on, uh, you know. And then suddenly I'm like, whoa, what's happening? I've got to follow everything that's going on. Yeah. It is amazing. I was amazed how intrigued and bought into it I was after at most 11 or 12 minutes I was in. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. No, they get their hooks into you. The short, the, the first episode, I've watched three now. Mm. The first episode was definitely the shortest of those three. The second and third episodes were about 19 minutes. I think the first episode might have been only 12. Or yeah, something. I think it was. But it was enough. It was it was short enough where it was like, yeah, all right, I'll give this a try. It, you know, and then and like I said, they get their hooks into you. But this is this is an interesting that it's an interesting thing. And it's not it's the first time Apple or to my knowledge, anyone, but there probably have been others uh, have done something like this, but it's not the first time that Apple has forced me to be immersive. No, you met. I want to come to that, but the the next bit I want to mention, just the bit that I disagree with you on actually is that you say it wouldn't work as background. And I totally get why you're saying that. But I also remember following every twist and turn from, say, the first series of Serial whilst working out or walking or on a tube. And there were some settings where I was like, "I'm no, I'm not going to listen to Serial. I'm going to save it till I can really hear every word and recording. But there were plenty of the type of in uh, moments that you described where I did listen to that and people listen to other tr- true crime stories with intricate detail. So, but that's I think- just the thing is those are stories. Mm. I, 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 and I, and again, you could, you may very well be right. And, and you may be very well be right about me and my ability to, you know, listen and truly understand this, but Serial and and most of those true crime things are told by a narrator yes. that is walking you through this story that that they are either telling or unfolding or both. And this show calls is not that it is. No, there, there is, is no there narration. Is no narrator. There's no. There's you no, have to narrate for yourself. Yeah, there's no central point that everything hangs off. You right. You have to be the as you say. You have to be the narrator. You have to put everything all the pieces together yeah i guess Um, if if that's the if that's my job i am failing at that so far well look there's a few more episodes left so we'll see yeah that's right it was also noticeable i think probably because it was quite short uh that apple it was one of the things apple dumped all at one go on tv plus right right um but I want to return to your comment about an immersive experience because it was interesting to me when we were discussing this off air you described having a similar experience whilst watching Tehran. Yeah, very for uh, sure. Which is multilingual, uses subtitles, obviously completely visual acting, high octane drama, but the same thing. If you 
took your eyes off it, you would could miss key moments in the story unless you're fluent in English, Farsi and Hebrew. It would need to be all three of those languages. That's correct. And and I'm barely fluent in one of them. So, uh, so it's your Farsi I, that's letting you down, is it? It is. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that show is, it again, forced me to be immersive in a, in a similar way. Although, like you said, the, the, the story and even the presentation of the show is very traditional in terms of, like yeah. you said, a high octane drama, but so much of the story is told in these other languages. In fact, I would guess that well more than half of the story is told in not English. And yet it is clearly built, at least when it's being shown in my home, for an English audience, English speaking audience, because the subtitles that I get are the ones that are in, you know, translating Farsi or Hebrew. Although there's no reason that it couldn't be in uh, it, you know, that it couldn't be the opposite. If you speak Farsi, but not Hebrew or English, well, okay, yeah, but, then reverse the subtitles and it's the same experience. Sure, and you. all these streaming services do have like different options of how to change yeah. the, your language or whatever. Yeah, you can change it all up. Really? What I But what I noticed is it they did not do things that they did, for example, like for Losing Alice, where they did dialogue replacement mm. ec- and and did excellent dialogue replacement for for Losing Alice. Very immersive, same characters speaking with emotion. In fact, if you're not paying full attention to the screen with Losing Alice, it's very even and even if you are, it's fairly easy to forget that dialogue replacement even happened. Mm. But there was no option uh, with Tehran to have dialogue replacement. I was forced to read the subtitles for the for the spoken parts that were in anything other than English. And that forced me to stay really immersed. And I liked it. You know, it it obviously things have changed in the last couple of decades. But, you know, I, I'm an older person. When I was a kid, you watched TV and you, you know, there, there weren't all these other distractions. And so it was TV was this immersive experience. Now we have screens that are even more attractive than TV, which if you rewound 30 years and said that to somebody, they wouldn't believe you. Like, yeah, this is an amazing thing. (laughs) Right. I mean, I, I have written about and talked about before the kind of second screen experience that I think is, almost unique now only really now exists in live sport because it's the Mm. only thing you basically have to watch in the moment i think there are other things so at the moment there's a bbc drama on sunday night called line of duty which is a hugely popular police show um and that on a sunday night will dominate twitter so clearly people are having a second screen experience whilst watching that it you know during any major sports tournament whichever sport you follow if you look at if you look at Twitter and you haven't seen the sports result or you, and you think you're going to catch it later, good luck. Good but, luck. Yeah, no, stay away from social media. Yeah. If, if you're right, if you time shifted your sports watching. Absolutely. But that what's interesting about that is, and this takes us on a different tangent, is that what we've just described there, what you've just described are viewer created second screen experiences. Yes. Not producer created second screen experiences. Now it could be argued that for, you know, perhaps this show 
this this crime drama that you you discussed whose name I which line of duty yeah the line of duty thanks it's possible that you know they seeded that conversation and and got it going but it is essentially now some organic uh yeah I noticed this Sunday that some of uh, I'm going to be very careful what I say but um some of the actors who appear who you maybe don't expect to appear kind of I noticed they had tweeted during the show like hi interesting so i don't know sure and i imagine whatever tv show you are working on now part of the actor's responsibilities are to be engaged online with the show which which is not really possible um streaming you know even on apple tv plus when it's done servant it has always waited i think episodes of servant are released on a friday it takes until the middle of next week normally for them to release the behind the scenes episode yeah, right. on YouTube that they do with M. Night Shyamalan. So, okay, it's giving you the second screen experience, but it's kind of giving people enough time to catch up. That's interesting. Yeah, right. So, I mean, and I think I think we will see productions employ that second screen more and more. And, and you know, we're seeing it a little bit with sports where you can – get different looks at the plays that are, that are not just put out by, you know, someone in the stadium or something like that. You know, like I think we, and I think we will see it with dramas and things like that. Uh, And and surely if there's any company, uh, you know, in best place to do this kind of thing, it's the company that put the device that's distracting you from the TV show in your hand already. Right. That's correct. I mean, is the reason why I have my eye on another screen is Apple's fault. So surely they're going to. <laughs> and we have seen this a little bit. It for all mankind, it filled in the blanks between season one and season two with an AR function. We're seeing a couple more of those things. I think there's a servant one as well. Yeah, we're seeing them play around with that. It's very Apple. They kind of hinted it and sort of show a bit of leg and don't go full throttle until we, you know. I, we can see the direction of travel, but they haven't quite done it all yet. But I can see they that's where it's going to. And yeah. I can see that calls is definitely going to be one of the things they deploy in this way. It must be, mustn't it? It would make a whole lot of sense. You know, it's got that. And, and you know, shows like Mr. Robot did things like mm. this, too, where, you know, you could follow the the you know e corp and things like that and and even like I, I have an e coin water bottle that I got like first from some Twitter poll. Wait, do I work them. for Evil Call? Well, I don't know. So this is what we're you? learning. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like those sorts of you know adding to the immersion, the the things away from the screen. But but yeah, I think you're right. There will be more from Apple to do while you are watching the show, and I'm I'm not. I think they're being very careful about this because we know right now that our phones, et cetera, are distracting us from paying attention to the content. If we're going to have something that's related to the content, it needs to be, and and it's created by the producers. They're going to want you engaged with the content in in the way they want you engaged with the content. So my guess is that part of, why Apple is proceeding so slowly is is because we're learning. What are these things? How could this work? Yeah. What is this like? 
and Do, yeah, doing a gap between seasons a filler between seasons one and season two is one thing doing something in episode say right is a totally different thing that's right that's right but i think it's coming uh, sure. I, yeah it it only makes sense like you said sports really shows us that this will happen if if that people are interested in this so if we can create the right we're environment too addicted. We, we can't help ourselves anyway it, oh we're too it's far crazy gone. yeah but really i mean thinking back to this thought that sort of percolated out earlier that we now have a screen that is more attractive to us you know more of a dopamine hit <laughs> than the television i mean i know this is this is very evident but it's fascinating that that yeah. actually exists that we actually have something that distracts us from the television that that that's sort of mind-boggling yeah no it is um and just because we've we've discussed this this was quite an interesting way the conversation went actually but i think calls is the type of show that does prompt that kind of forward thinking because it's clearly not the finished product we're clearly waiting for what's going to come next both in terms of the story and in terms of how it is told but i'm invested in these people even though i've never seen them so i mean it's essentially old school radio play with a twist it has got a twist um and it just got me generally thinking about as we wrap up kind of what Apple has Apple TV plus has learned about itself in the kind of 18 months it has existed. Um, we've mentioned in all sorts of different places, how the thing that was not really meant to be a thing has been the biggest thing by which I mean, Ted Lasso, that yeah. that was not meant to be the biggest show on Apple TV plus. No, but, but I, I think, it fits Apple's plan, right? They are clearly. You see, I don't think it does. Well, I, I, I've always felt that they're just funding all kinds of show development, and you know, it, they're taking the the concept of throw lots of things against the wall and find out what sticks. Now, if they're surprised at what sticks, so be it. But I think that's sort of part of the plan: is you don't know what's going to resonate with people, you don't know what the hit's going to be. Sure, but until I th- you do it. I think they wanted to look like HBO. Yeah. And Ted Lasso does not look like HBO. No, it doesn't. But it really does look like Apple. Like it's that feel good show. I mean, if we think about it, no one should be surprised that Apple users found Ted Lasso to be the the most attractive thing or the most popular thing. Now, whether Ted Lasso would be the most popular thing to non-Apple users is a different thing. We'll, we'll, you know, and, and I'm, I'm harshly generalizing here, but would, would the cadre of Android using, you know, Windows laptop owning people be the same type of people that would find Ted Lasso heartwarming and all of that? I mean, some of them, of course, but, but in general, is this, is Ted Lasso popular because this show is only marketed to Apple users? So my is there theory some is demographic there. I think it's my personal theory is more simplistic, and that it is popular because we all needed something to laugh at. Well, that's true. Yes, like, fair. Right. Yes, time time did did sort of deliver a little bit yeah. of a, a a scenario. And <laughs> I, I don't think we should under underestimate that. That's fair. Um, but I, but I don't but like. Will people pay to watch Ted Lasso, or would or is Apple right that people would? 
more people would pay to watch For All Mankind or something, mm. quite, which is quite frankly a show that, that has yet to resonate with me, right? Would, yeah, would no, people, it's not one I've got into. Would people pay to watch Servant more than people would pay to watch Ted Lasso? Would people pay to watch uh, Mythic Quest more than people would pay to watch? Right, like these are, because Mythic Quest was also insanely yeah, popular, but, but again, Apple's only marketing to people that they've given the service to so sure. far. I so it's hard to say. I think what Apple has learned is that it can and should do comedy. I am not convinced that before Ted Lasso existed, it knew it should and could do broad, feel-good comedy. And it has learned that that's actually quite an important part of a programming slate. Yeah. I think it wanted, yeah, to, fair. Be, I think it wanted to be very Apple and look everything look beautiful. And as I say, look basically look like HBO dramas that even right. in this side of the UK, I know what an HBO drama is. I can see one. Sure. You know, um, well, and they've got the Oprah thing and they've got the, you know, the 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 tiny worlds and, the, yeah. you know, that sort of thing going very, on. Very, very high end. And it's not that Ted Lasso is badly made or badly produced or a bit quirky because it's not. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, I think Apple learned that it could do comedy. And yeah. I expect that we will see, um, you know, we, I think we're going to see more of that come along. Um, but uh, so, did you? Do we place a bet on whether there's going to be a pod, a calls podcast? What did we say? You call again? I think no. You're going to. I'm going to say no. I think there's going to be some audio only versions that appear in the future. I'll be curious to to listen to them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Dave. Everyone listening should know where they can keep up with you, but just remind us. Yeah, sure. Find me on Twitter at Dave Hamilton. Or, uh, you know, MacGeekGab.com. Easy yeah, enough. Matt, and make sure you subscribe to the MacGeekGab uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Do Please do the same with Media Plus. I'm Charlotte Henry. You can follow me at Charlotte A. Henry on the Twitter. Or, of course, read what I write over at themacobserver.com. But until next time, thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.